Fish B, is it showtime or rehearsal time? We've never rehearsed before, therefore this is the... Gotcha. That, of course, is Fish B. I'm Merely Bob on the show tonight. Elizabeth Warren, Selfie Stamina. The Prophecy of Sean Spicer and the Downward Spiral of Me. Oh, that should be fun. The Downward Spiral of, of Me. That should be fun. Uh, in addition to that hot topic later, a lot of pressure on tonight's show, and I am feeling it. Tonight, our last show ever, Pregnant Boss, our last show ever as a 43-year-old virgin. No, we don't have a date. Don't be silly. Tomorrow, uh, uh, another trip around the sun for, for Fish V and I. 44 years old will be. 44-year-old virgin. So uh, I, I would like to do our last show ever as a 43-year-old. I'd like it to be at least decent. So let's uh, begin the only way we know how with Question one. How long are Elizabeth Warren's selfie lines going to get? That's a damn good question. She says she will wait and wait and wait. And so far, I mean, what other candidate is going to do a four-hour selfie line? Because that's what she did last night in New York after an event where 20,000 people were. Last week, she had an event in Seattle, another huge event, another four-hour selfie line. But is it going to get to the point where it's eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours? It's genius micro-social media marketing and individual networks. That is so smart. Incredible stamina from Elizabeth Warren. She's no spring chicken. Incredible stamina. I fear like many that just her stance on Medicare for all could scare the general electorate enough, would make her painted as a socialist enough to somehow, some way, once again, Donald J. Trump pulls the inside straight and we get four more years of this fella. And that simply can't happen no matter how many great selfies Elizabeth Warren takes. How would you rate Sean Spicer's Dancing with the Stars debut? Not as good as Allie Brooks' Dancing with the Stars debut. She was in Fifth Harmony, wasn't she, Fishby? Do you, do you know? What do you mean you don't know who Allie Brooks is? I didn't know, but I'm pretty sure she's the... She's worth watching. She's, uh... She, She's worth watching. I'll, uh, I'll just say that. Sean Spicer's Dancing with the Stars debut was red hot spectacular. He, he came out of that thing like a salmon cannon, man. He, he was clean and skeet as pita. He been bad. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Sean Spicer. I love that guy. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, man. Everyone just laughing at Sean Spicer all day. The clip that cable news cannot get enough of is Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure late night's going to leave him be. I'm, I'm sure late night won't, won't have any creative takes on uh, Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. Although Fish B and I, 
asked well over a year ago, which trumpeteer would be the first to go on Dancing with the Stars? And while Fish B and I are not right 100% of the time, merely only 92% of the time, we were correct in this prophecy. Sean Spicer, indeed the first trumpeteer to go on DWTS, me and my grandma's favorite show. Did you know that Thomas Middleditch was a swinger? No, but in fairness to me, before today, I didn't know Richard, the CEO from uh, Silicon Valley and the well-known pitch man, I believe for Verizon, but Richard, I didn't know his real name was Thomas Middleditch. I didn't know he'd been married for three years. I didn't know he just gave an extensive interview to the... I mean, it had been pretty much relegated to irrelevancy, Playboy magazine. But now you throw Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott in there, and suddenly we've talked about it a couple times lately. But there's also an interview with Travis, or excuse me, with Thomas Middleditch. It's, it's tough to keep track of who exactly he is. But he talks about how swinging lifestyle saved his marriage of three years. So congratulations to him. It seems odd for the Verizon pitch man, though, to come out and boast about that in Playboy magazine. But then again, it is 2019. Different strokes for different folks. Good on ya, Thomas Middleditch. Are you sure Shane Gillis didn't deserve to be fired from SNL? He did call Judd Apatow's comedy, quote, gayer than ISIS, end quote. Yes, after much thought, and once that quote came to light, I am still 100% positive without one shred of doubt that he absolutely did not deserve to be fired. And I saw this headline on CNN.com today about how his firing is splitting the comedy community. Yet I go to read the story because I was curious, well, who is it splitting? Because I haven't heard one person come out in favor of Lord Michael's NBC and the firing and think it was that was that was justified. And there was no one on record in the story saying that yeah, at least no one from the from from the comic world was out there talking about how it was a great thing, and uh, and Judd Apatow's comedy might in fact be gayer than ISIS. It's a it's a it's a funny line. Yo, it's me, Fish B. What up, Fish B? First, promote my Twitter. Oh yeah, sorry, Fish B. At Bob's Fishbowl. He's uh, he's very popular. Why does no one care that J-Law might or might not be married? Well, uh, no one calls her J-Law anymore. That's just you, Fishby. Her name is Jennifer Lawrence. It seemed like she used to... There was a time she was in every single movie and she was America's sweetheart and Julia Roberts was not happy about it. But since then, she's not in every single movie. 
Ariana Grande has become America's sweetheart. And yeah, there's a chance she might be married. And there's some tabloid stories about it. But you're right, Fish B. No one really cares. Can you explain Corey Lewandowski's Capitol Hill testimony? You know, I really can't. He was asserting some kind of just bizarre legal theory, executive privilege, even though he was never in the executive branch. It is a shaky legal ground, to say the least, at least uh, so I inferred from the coverage today. But I watched a few minutes of it, and it was it was just such a travsham mockery of congressional oversight that it, it just made me sick to my stomach. And on the day that media legend, national treasure, Cokie Roberts passes away at the age of 75, rest in peace, Cokie Roberts, you are missed already. But a woman who epitomized the old dignity and class of Washington, D.C. On the day that she passes away, to have Corey Lewandowski and this congressional committee chasing their tails the way they were, I I turned off the TV in protest and went and got a haircut for $16.95, and I can report that it is a very handsome cut. Better than Corey Lewandowski's. Why will gun licensing never happen? Now, this is something that I've talked about on this show that I think is, it, it just makes sense. That every gun owner have a gun license and the serial numbers of the gun that gun owner owns are on the back of the license. And when gun owner acquires new gun, they have four weeks to update the license. Doesn't seem like it's that scary of a deal. Keep the good guys having, you know, the good guns and the bad guns away from the bad guys. But the reason this will never happen is because to have licensing that way creates what the NRA would call, and in fairness, you can call it that, a national gun registry, which to liberals doesn't sound that scary, but to conservatives, those that support the NRA, those that are avid Ted Nugent fans, the reason that matters so much to them, a federal gun registry, is that is the first step to forced government gun forfeiture. You talk about a registry, and they see registry as a slippery slope to forfeiture. I don't. Hopefully, opinions evolve on that. But that's why at least... So you can't say gun licensing will never happen, but that's why it's not happening anytime soon because Republicans won't let it for that reason. Do you have a TV news crush? 
Well, 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 well. Oh, I will divulge only because this is my last show as a 43-year-old virgin. Uh, my latest, I mean, I have lots of, of TV news crushes. I have a, I, I, uh, I develop crushes easily for very smart and attractive people. Call me crazy, I'm a human being. But Nicole Wallace, she hosts a Deadline White House on MSNBC. Deadline White House with Nicole Wallace. She used to work in the George W. Bush White House. Uh, she worked for Jeb Bush when he was governor of Florida. If you ever watched that HBO Game Change movie based on the, based on the Hype, uh, Halperin and Heilman book, uh, uh, she was the handler that got assigned during the John McCain campaign to Sarah Palin and then didn't vote. And it was, it was, it was very bad because uh, very, very bad and very sad because, uh, I tried to combine both words because Sarah Palin was such a mess. But uh, she, even though she's an older woman at uh, 48 or something like that, uh, she's she seems very nice. Uh, she has a son. Uh, she seems like uh, like she exercises. And uh, and and today, off the cuff, she said, just off the cuff, she referred to the president during the tease as President Build a Wall Cage a Kid. And and that's the kind of intellectual firepower that I would I would like to have cocktails with. President Build a Wall Cage a kid. Well done, Nicole Wallace. You're my TV crush, and I hope that doesn't repulse you. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Yeah, uh uh at Bob's Fishbowl. That's where you can find you on Twitter. Can we go on tour like Whitney Houston's hologram? This is this is Black Mirror come to life. This, did it? Did it, no? You don't know what I'm talking about? The Miley Cyrus episode of Black Mirror. You you didn't see it? Anyway, the the premise of that episode is that they can kill off Miley Cyrus and just have this hologram go on tour for. This is going to be weird. Whitney Houston on tour is a hologram, and is this a glimpse of the future to come? Probably so, as even Katy Perry is worried about. But this thing, it's, uh, I mean, it's going to be like a real tour. There's going to be backup singers. There's going to be a band, which includes her late brother-in-law. This thing is going to be weird. It starts in Mexico, because... Mexico is awesome. I wholeheartedly agree uh, next year. And then it goes to Europe, and then it finally comes to North America right around the time of the presidential election in the fall of 2020. Whitney Houston, the hologram tour. I have no interest in going, but this is uh, it's fucking unusual. It's uh, strange times, my friends. Strange times. Speaking of which, uh, next question here. What happened to your health last week? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know how much more we need to uh, dwell on this. Uh, the end of uh, last week, especially. Certainly in a, an interesting uh, case study in, uh, in what happens to, uh, to, to the mind of, uh, of someone that uh, deals with some of the things I deal with. 
really, it, it felt like, like, like my normal brain <laughs> operating under, you know, normal operating circumstances is a, uh, is, is a top at, uh, at, at rest or, uh, or it's, it's uh, balancing just fine. And, uh, and that felt like, like someone just came and, uh, and spun that top about as fast as it's, uh, as, as it's ever spun. And you don't sleep for two, three days and then you fall off, just, 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 just fell off a ledge and then just couldn't eat and spend it like, like was, was so upset. Like just spent a whole day, like dry heaving. Like it was, um, that was a rough go. Yeah. That's, uh, can we move on? Is there, are there, are there any more questions? There are. Okay, great. Uh, why is the U.S. government suing Eric Snowden? Uh, this is this is kind of a boring answer, but uh, I will I will I will I will field the question nonetheless. The U.S. government is suing Eric Snowden, who still lives in uh, Moscow, Russia. I uh, just put out a book this week because when he had his security clearance. He signed away a form. He, si- he signed a release that if, if he's ever to publish anything about uh, his time, any information he would have gathered well having a security clearance, he's supposed to have that cleared by someone in the U.S. government and not just someone random, like, like there's an actual like, like protocol, like some bureaucracy to this. Uh, recently, a Navy SEAL who was part of uh, killing bin Laden had to forfeit $6 million because he didn't go through the proper procedure. Uh, that's, that's why he's, uh, he's being sued, the U.S. government suing him and his publisher. And oh, there's the music. Oh, there it is. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer. Tonight, Isaiah writes... All the kids are wondering, what's up with the Chinese swine fever crisis? I'm glad you asked, son. I'm sure all the kids are wondering. And it's, uh, it's actually this China swine fever crisis. It's actually African swine fever. But it's affected a third of all the pigs in China in the last year. Over 100 million dead pigs from African swine fever. In fact, China has had to release 10,000 tons from the strategic Chinese super Chinese pork reserve, which I think is a genius thing to have. I hope here in America we have a chicken reserve so we can make lots of fried chicken if things go sideways, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, that, my son, it's what is what uh, is what is up. That's what is up with the uh, China swine fever crisis. And now, the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego, now economically called the finale. It's Constitution Day! Yay! We love Constitution Day! 34,000 new naturalized American Citizens Day. Congratulations. Taylor Swift announces Love Fest, a big tour, kind of, sort of, not really next year. There's only two U.S. dates. It's stadiums, multiple days. She's doing L.A., and then she's doing Foxborough, Mass., home of 
the much-hated New England Patriots, strategically located exactly between Boston and Providence, Foxborough, Mass. Jersey Shore Angelina is suing the FDNY for sexual harassment. Did you know she worked as an EMT? I didn't, and I love those Jersey Shore people. New York, speaking of which, became the first state to ban flavored e-cigarettes. Your state is next. KFC is making a donut sandwich, but not in Spokangelis. That's an outrage. As the podcast king of Spokangelis, I demand better, KFC. And Pizza Hut is making cheese-filled cheeses. That is in Spokane. I'm not interested. I want, I want, I want chicken sandwich with donuts on it. And uh, lastly, and sadly, uh, Alex Trebek, uh, uh, everyone, America's most beloved game show host of, of Jeopardy, back in chemotherapy. He was doing so good, but then in one week he lost 12 pounds, and uh, and his numbers uh, uh, spiked way up for. Uh, any of you that have uh, dealt with cancer either directly or indirectly, you know what that means. So, uh, well, th- that's it. That's our, uh, that's our last show ever as a 43-year-old version. Say goodnight, Tongaleo. Uh, uh, uh.